welcome in to the Twin Sons podcast. You know what? We're taking this from the top, Jacob. This this has been now this is the first recording that you guys will hear. Hopefully it records. This is our fourth attempt at this. This is our fourth attempt. So our first attempt, me and Jacob had a bad connection. Uh, we sounded like robots. So I uh, I restarted my computer. Then everything worked good. Then Jacob had a mishap. So we had to record again. The last time, we were about, what, like 30 minutes in? We were about done with the episode, I would say. We're close to it, yeah. at least halfway. Yeah. And me being my special self hit the power button on my computer it shut down everything recording did not record so welcome in everybody we are restarting our episode for the fourth time Hopefully. welcome to the twin sons podcast let's just get this thing over with at this point because this is our fourth attempt at this jacob could have been watching some high school football about now instead of this absolute train wreck of an episode i i could have hours ago but you took absolutely forever with your sleep like resistant children your children just hate to sleep i was about to say i thought you were going to use another reword and that that might have got us uh tagged on our on our episode i I don't i would never say that about your children i love your kids i don't know if that's foul language or not on the episode and i don't want to try it but we will it is definitely Hey, that's that's enough. No no messing around now. We got to fly through this episode because <laughs> we have special things to do. Jacob, I won't do this horrible thing to you that I did in the first recording. You already know it was coming. So give a brief overview of why General Grievous is the best lightsaber duelist in the galaxy. Give me give me like a minute all on your own. Go ahead. Well, he's not. He's not. Jacob. Again. Jacob, stop. Stop. This is not about your opinions about General Grievous. I told you to give me why. You have to give me a positive case for General Grievous being. It doesn't matter. I know know you don't agree with it. I don't agree with it either. But give me a positive case of why he should be considered the best duelist. Okay. Okay. I misunderstood the question. I I can go here now. Well, the reason being... He's the second most prominent Jedi hunter of all time, only behind Darth Vader, except with zero force powers, and at the, at the same way as Vader, is completely, besides organ and pro- probably brain and eyes, just, <laughs> I mean, he's taken on the likes of Kit Fisto. Obi-Wan Kenobi numerous times. Now, one time he lost. I'll give him that. I'll give that that in the corner of Obi-Wan. But he's at least stared down Mace Windu, and Mace Windu gave him that cough that everyone knows and loves for him. But there's a reason why he says your lightsaber will be a fine addition to my collection, because he's killed hundreds of them with zero force power. I mean, I, I don't know if you're going to go on. The only thing I would add to it is that he can master any form of lightsaber combat because his brain is a computer, basically. And so he can switch forms simultaneously, which makes him a very dangerous duelist. And even even Lord Sidious, 
he he was afraid of Grievous because if Grievous got any sort of force connection, Palpatine was afraid that Grievous could kill him, which is that's quite a statement. And it's quite a statement that Obi-Wan beat him and that basically he took on the people that he took on. Oh, yeah. Obi-Wan, I feel like maybe besides Windu, Yoda, and Anakin, besides those, Obi-Wan was the perfect matchup for General Grievous with his Sarisu defense style. And, oh, God. Honestly, can we make that happen? Do you know how to animate, make a nice Sidious versus Grievous uh, duel? Can you do that? No, but I'm sure it is out there. Uh, with the amount of Star Wars fans and amount of animators that like Star Wars, I'm sure something of that elk is out there. If no one's thought of that, one of you, one of you precious listeners of ours, make it happen. Make it happen right. and send it to us. That's right. Of our millions and millions of listeners, please make it happen. Which, guess what? On Twitter, we are very close to hitting 200 followers. So maybe by next episode, we'll have a little celebration. Maybe Jacob will sing a little bit for us for our 200 Twitter followers. So get on there, follow us at the Twin Sons Podcast. And with that, Jacob, sing us into our segment. Taking away to the segment today, segment for you and only you. So today's segment, before before we get into the segment, Tyler, I finished the Obi-Wan documentary today. Oh, yeah. How was that? Did you did you have anything interesting to say about it? Uh, you can skip like the first 15 minutes. They try to talk about Reva and make her sound like much a much better character than what she w- really was. And God, I'm just sick of it. I, I, I don't hate the actress. I thought she did fine with her awful lines. Kind of like. I thought she did horribly with her awful lines. I, I, I understand. I, I understand. I'm just going to give positive reinforcement to her, at least in some, in some way. Bad character. Bad character, or Reva was. But skip the first 15 minutes, and then you get into the beautiful relationship that is Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen for quite a while, and a little bit more of Deborah Chow than I would like. But at the end, such a beautiful moment. You get to see Liam Neeson's beautiful face talking about coming back as Qui-Gon Jinn for the first time since The Phantom Menace, clearly. That's right. Well, uh, that wasn't really singing us into the next segment. I guess we just forgot that because apparently it was so forgettable. But now I'm going to set some rules. In our first recording, we did have a plethora of things that we were going to discuss. In this recording, since we messed up so much, and me and Jacob have stuff to watch, we have stuff to do, and we want to go to bed eventually, we will limit this to two. And then we'll we'll have some honorable mentions at the end. But Jacob... We'll, we'll give two, give your first one, and we'll discuss. We'll each give two, so you're first. Oh, and My tell them first, what the segment is. The segment, do you want me to sing again for, for you? Do you want me to do that again? 
you know, I think you bless the listeners enough with that beautiful vocals. How about you just say it? If I sing again, we're going to lose listeners. But the first segment today, and only segment today, is Useless Weapons and the Galaxy. And the top one I have to pick comes from the planet Naboo. You see it in the Phantom Menace. And it, that is the, the Bomba, the, that blue energy ball that you see the Gungans firing at the first generation of battle droids. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. It is a quite useless weapon. Like we discussed in our 15,000 episodes that we did before we got to this recording, it, it's basically you get one shot. If you miss, you're dead. And like, against first-generation battle droids, they did the trick. But against Clone War-era battle droids, I'm sorry to say, but Jar Jar and all of his Gungan people would have been dead. Yeah, yeah, they would have. My my only thought is, unless you work, well, not work, but unless you live in a nursing home and use a walker to get around, or, like, or you're a first-generation battle droid where you're just going to walk into the line of fire. You could just step out of the way. You could just step out of the way. I'm sorry, but just step out of the way. Shoot Jar Jar. Jar Jar's dead. And I, I'm, unless he was a Sith Lord, I feel like all of us kind of wanted him dead. I, well, I mean, I, I don't have, I don't hold anything against Ahmed Best, of course. But Jar Jar, oh, God. I, I think that could have been a beautiful character, and it's something that we should discuss maybe in an upcoming episode about if he was a Sith Lord. Maybe that could be your next little story that we do. We haven't had a story time in, a, what, this is episode five, so it's been a while since we've had beautiful story time from Jacob. Let, it, let us know if you want story time with Tyler interrupting and changing the story. That's right. That oh, I love that time because I don't have to do any research and I just try to mess you up. But yeah, I, I think the level that we're putting these useless weapons at is how good would they do against a force user? Bomba, pretty low on the thing. But I think I have something that's even lower. It's Ezra's slingshot. Now, if you've seen any of the show you know how useless Ezra's slingshot is because it basically shocks somebody but does not incapacitate. That is a hard word. Say it, Jacob. Incapacitate. There we go. Thank you. It's from a guy who has a lisp, so I can't really say a lot of those words. Big words are hard for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's so useless. It just shocks somebody and they're kind of like, ow, what was that? And then they start shooting at you. I, I don't see the point in it especially in Ezra's hands. So, well, how you described it the first time, and for the listeners, I'm going to give you a visual description. You know those those little buzzers magicians wear on their hands to give handshakes? And then you go, ow. That's Ezra's slingshot. And now Kanan made use of it with two lightsabers against the Grand Inquisitor. But, I mean... He didn't really need it. He didn't really need it. It looked like he was feeling feeling himself in the dark side a little bit. I think Kanan could have taken him out with that without that useless piece of junk Ezra had. 
Yeah, I think it was kind of just to give Kanan a breather. <clears throat> and I thought it was just Ezra's new lightsaber that he did that with. I thought he was just switching to the gun part. I didn't think it was the slingshot. But I have, you've seen that show a lot more than me. So you would be the expert on it. Oh, 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 oh wait. No, 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 no. Sorry, I got confused. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no completely different scenes. Completely different scenes. And that just drills home my point. It is a useless weapon that not I even Kanan would use it. No, no. Oh, good God. I, I feel like the Grand Inquisitor would have got shocked by that thing and then just would have kind of looked at Kanan and killed him. And Kanan would have let it happen because he would have known, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I deserve to die. You know who Ezra was in in that first season of Rebels? Who? He he was the closest like Star Wars version of the kid from Home Alone, except he, even in Star Wars, you have two incompetent robbers that just get bested by a child. Yeah, what is with it? With a the, Yeah, the two sisters. It's ugh, everyone's just embarrassing in that show sometimes. But we aren't we aren't getting into that show yet again. Just so many topics you can take Star Wars. It's so freeing. But do you want me to go with my last weapon so that way you have the, the last laugh here? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. Okay. So I did have a couple on here during the first episode. But since we're only doing two, I want a weapon that you may never have heard of. And that it, it has its use. It may not be the worst. But I think it's the worst super weapon. So, you know, you have the Death Star, you have Starkiller Base, you have, uh, what's that ship that General Grievous had that shot the giant EMP oh, at yeah, ships? The giant ion beam. Yeah, yeah. So you have all these super weapons in Star Wars. There were some dumb ones that I looked up, like ones that basically were satellites that covered a planet and blocked out all the sun so everything died on the planet there were other ones where they shot lasers at the planet like a magnifying glass to basically heat it up and kill everyone on the planet but those those seem too ludicrous and too dumb so i wanted to go with the death mark laser which is actually in one of the star wars video games it basically snipes individuals from orbit it will shoot one person and one person only without killing any of the surrounding people. So it's basically just an assassin from space. The only downfall is you have to actually give someone the death mark for the laser to shoot them. It can't just find the person. And you have to get within 20 meters of them. The stupid part about it is let's say you hire Boba Fett to get 20 meters close to a person to kill them he can do it without some you know satellite coming from space it's like i could just pay a bounty hunter to do that if i'm paying a normal person to try and get close to this person i'm trying to assassinate he might not do it so why not just pay a good bounty hunter or a sith assassin like asajj ventress this is like the shake weight of super weapons <laughs> this is the most pointless thing like you can just go to like you could just go to a gym and actually, or the I guess the gym in a metaphor being Boba Fett and Boba Fett could just sneak up behind him and shoot him. What's the point of that? And that, wh why do you have to be 20 feet away? If it's in orbit, 
and 20 meters is, meters 20 meters and if this is the star wars universe obviously more technologically advanced even though it's a long time ago in a galaxy far far away clearly more technologically advanced than we are and we don't have to do that we no someone doesn't have to be 20 meters away it could just find someone and and at least point a camera at them in real life yeah it's it it seems so over the top that it was just so ridiculous and to my knowledge from the research i've done it has not killed a force user which obviously you know makes sense because they could probably sense that someone's trying to kill them and if you're getting 20 meters away from them and they're like oh that person is going to try to kill me oh look at that laser coming from the sky i better get my lightsabers out and move five inches to the left uh, I, I bet the people of on of alderaan could, could wish they could have said the same thing yeah well that's why i didn't put the death star on there because it seemed like it was actually one of the better weapons of the Star Wars universe. Although you could have put it on there because its weakness was basically shooting two lasers, two bullets inside of it. I mean, in that case, yeah, I was just making the joke, like, normally with, with, with yours, you could just look up at the sky and say, oh, God, something just shot near my feet. In the people of Alderaan's case, they go, why is the sky turning green? Yeah, they're like, oh no, what is this? We're having a green eclipse, and then boom, they're dead. So at least, at least it probably wasn't painful. Where if you get shot with this death mark laser, maybe it misses slightly, and it just shoots off your leg, and then you're just laying on in a pool of your own blood, waiting to die. Yeah, just waiting for it to recharge. Yeah, I don't. I I didn't look up the charging abilities of it. Hopefully, it could shoot a couple bullets simultaneously. But Could you imagine can, if it was like the Death Star and you had to just recharge it for hours after that one little pew? Oh, that would it would be beautiful. It just seems like if it came near your planet, you would probably know. And hopefully your planet's defense system would shoot it down, especially if you had like a leader that everyone wanted dead. And it's like, oh, we should probably not let random things come into our airspace and then you know it it just seems so dumb but it seemed like it was off the beaten path of the subject today where i don't know if you have any super weapons on yours but i thought it was unique no no that that was unique i did not look up any super weapons i just specifically like you was going against force users was kind of the main uh area of thought for me yeah my last one is one that we know very well. We've seen it in multiple movies and TV shows. Most recently, the Book of Boba. And that would be the Gappy Stick. And no matter how cool Boba Fett looks, smashing in Stormtroopers' faces, I can't imagine it being that useful in any sort of other battleground. I just can't. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that one up because... I was actually looking at an article. It was on my list. And I was looking at an article explaining why it wasn't useless, basically. And it all came down to Boba Fett tripped Cad Bane with his gaffy stick. And that's how he won. So He could just use his foot. He could just use his foot. He, he could have, but, you know, 
that would have just been too easy and wouldn't have been on the storyline. So, I mean... I... And now, I'm going to get guests for the show. No, no, we're not. No. Being hijacked. Yeah, I was being hijacked for a second. It's okay. But, I don't know. I just feel like Boba could have used his foot to set the gappy stick and then still had the same effect. Or, you know, Boba's knee rockets. He could have oh, used yeah. those. That totally slipped my mind. I didn't even think about that. That's actually good. I mean, it, it slipped the minds of the creators wow. of, the, of the Book of Boba, too. S- sorry, Anakin just got got a, his legs cut off again. This recording is going about as good as our first four recordings. So this is this is much better quality than what we had before. Uh, God, we, we can't win today. We just cannot win today. We can't. But do you have any honorable mentions? And then we'll wrap up the episode since we're both about over this. See, I, I thought about uh, putting them in, but I, I feel like we've just taken a big dump on the Ewoks already in our previous episodes, but all the Ewoks weapons, and don't even dare, don't you dare try and tell me that Ewoks would have been useful in any other scenario than just that one and return to Jedi. I I mean, spears, slingshots, and and little bows with twigs that's not useful in the Star Wars galaxy. It's just not. But I couldn't have. I couldn't put put them in because I've just taken a dump on the Ewoks, and well, pretty much every episode. See, they're good. They're good in their planet of Endor. It's like uh, Vietnam. You know, it's like the Viet Cong. They're the they're little Viet Congs, and the Empire was the different people trying to take over, and they're just effective like that in in little hidden run spaces. Yeah, they're clo- they're clothed in the- their their green little shadows, and then, <clears throat> I mean, I'll give it I'll give one to them. That that log, like I guess them with logs. Which what tool? Actually, what tools did they ever have to cut down a tree and use logs to smash a walker? Do you- have you ever thought of that? That's Those itty bitty little arms. Maybe maybe they're like beavers. And they just slowly eat at the trees. Every Ewok, you know, there, since there's hundreds of thousands of them, they're just, every Ewok that turns to a man or a woman becomes a man or a woman. They have to take a bite of this tree and eventually it'll fall. And that's how they do it. But still though, oh, you like there has to be um, some force around that chomp. Like maybe one Ewok grabs one leg, the other grabs the other leg, and they just throw it into the tree and then they, it, the one being thrown just chomps while getting a concussion. Yeah, well, that's why they're so dumb. Because they throw each other into trees. For some reason. I don't know where that came from. That's my only thought. Because <laughs> they got little mouths. They, they well, don't, they got like human-like teeth. I, I don't, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how the Ewoks live. I've never been to Endor. Well, I'm, I'm glad you haven't. Because I would be very concerned if you had been to Endor. I, I would have been cooked already. Cooked and ate like Luke, Han, and Chewie were supposed to be if Leia wasn't there. Well, I would have mainly asked about your medication because it's a fictional place. So that would be very concerning if you've been to Endor. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my two, I just have two honorable mentions. You can do a quick word about them. One is the vibroblades. 
because they can't block lightsabers, they can't block bullets. Basically, it's a knife of the Star Wars universe, which isn't very helpful against blasters, maybe for like really close combat and assassinations. And number two is the Gamorrean Guard's Axe. Serves um, no purpose. No purpose. Well, I mean, they don't even have... They have zero protection. Those green pigs have zero protection. Like, they're just coming at you with an axe. I always wondered about that. Thank you for bringing it up. What use are they in Jabba's palace? Honestly. Well, we'll see. Yet again, I was reading another article exactly about the Gamorrean Guard's axe. And they were saying that it, it's unsure if they can block lightsabers, but that's basically what it was getting at is that it was a close combat weapon that could go up against force users. But then it also said at that point in time, there were no force users known to the galaxy other than Vader and Sidious. So there was really no point in Gamorrean guards on Tatooine having axes. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. No, no, that doesn't make sense. So, so now later on, Disney's going to give some weird excuse to make a series on, on the Gamoria uh, pig people. I would watch it. That might mm-hmm. be a better show than Boba Fett. Honestly, as long, as long as they have subtitles to whatever they're saying, I'm down for it. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe it could be like one of those things where it starts off them talking in their language and then it slowly goes into English or Spanish or whatever language it's going to be in. So then the rest of the movie, they are the ones who speak English and everyone else speaks some weird language. What if, what if that's their weird language, but then once they're alone, they're like, oh, no, no, he's gone now. It's okay. We, it's, it's cool. It's cool. We can talk normal. They're just talking up their butts. They're like, oh. and the C-3PO's like, I don't know what they're saying because they don't really speak that language. They just speak English. That would be beautiful. That's a great idea. That's, that's a show I would watch. That's a show I would watch. But Tyler, do you have any, any, any last useless weapons or any, any final words? No more useless weapons. Just, you know, saying to our, our listeners and our Twitter followers, go follow us at the twin sense podcast so that we can hit 200 followers by next episode. That'd be beautiful. Jacob would finally get a raise. That's about all I have to say. Do you have any last words or any final weapons? Uh, I don't have any final weapons, at least of relevancy. At at the end of this, you kind of took all the rest of mine. But please, please follow us at the Twin Sons Podcast on Twitter. Share with your friends. I would love a raise. Tyler doesn't pay me at all. He takes everything. Well, I meant like a raise as in I will actually call you my co-host. That that That's actually going to wait until we get to a thousand followers. <laughs> then I'll call you my co-host. My my equal, at least. Okay. All right. That, that's fair. So, yes, follow us at the Twin Sons Podcast on Twitter. Share with your friends. And as always, may the force be with you. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>